Uh, we're not packing yet. <laughs> we yeah. we gotta wait for um, the the yeah the general inspection. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and then be make sure that everything is is good. And then if everything is good, then we we'll, then we will start packing. Yeah, smart. <laughs> when when we moved into this apartment, they told us like you got you should be ready to get the keys on this Friday. And then we didn't do any packing at all. And the Friday came around and they're like, the apartment won't be ready for two weeks. <laughs> and then they're like, we're so sorry, you're probably all packed. And we're like, oh yeah, we're all packed. <laughs> and they're like, we'll give you discount on rent. Yay. Like, cool. Yeah, we um we have a lot of throwing out to do as well. Yeah. So that's the other thing. We want to make sure that we're both kind of sitting down and being like, okay, do we want to keep this? Do we want to throw this? What do we want to do with this? Because uh, my husband is not very sentimental about objects. Mm-hmm. I am incredibly sentimental about stuff, like everything. This is why I have so many books just sitting around. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I need to know what is safe for me to throw away because I am going to get rid of 90% of my possessions when we move. <laughs> gonna you know live like a hermit oh, it breaks me out in a cold sweat thinking about all the shit he's gonna throw <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so good times well um it's been a week for me uh somebody i hate got fired hooray this person was known for making kids cry oh has made an adult cry on at least one occasion has like lectured me like a child, yelled at custodians in front of students. Oh no. And I have not heard a single good thing about her. Like someone is like, actually I feel bad for her because I was like, I don't. <laughs> she has not contributed a single positive thing to this world. And uh so yeah, that was nice. That's real cool. Who yells at custodian? Right? And yeah, so because she she is like a human power trip like like any single way that you can power trip she does um did haha so yeah uh some people get into teaching i mentioned this like a week or two ago some people get into teaching because they know that they can do whatever they want and she was one of those people she failed a bunch of my eld students Mm. ELD one like English Ew. learners. So even though I was like, "Hey, if they do extra work, can they, you know, pass?" And she's like, "No." <gasps> okay. So she's gone. Fuck Hooray. her. Goodbye. See ya. <laughs> Ding dong. The witch is dead. Hooray. So that's good. <laughs> the other thing I've been doing this week is listening to a podcast about the Kristen Smart case, mm. which she was a Cal Poly student who disappeared in 1996. And the trial starts next week. Oh. Or at the end of the month, I think. Actually, yeah. I thought it was. Yeah. Damn, so the trial starts at the end of waiting May. waiting that long for a trial. Uh, yeah. The cops fucked everything up at every oh, step of the way. Oh, surprise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Try not to pass out from the shock. <laughs> Do you mean the cops didn't investigate properly? Shut the front door. They didn't. Yeah. So they dropped all the balls, like the balls rolled into the gutter. They ignored them for 20 years. 
And then a podcaster made this pod. His name is Chris Lambert. The podcast is called like Your Own Backyard or something like that. And I'm just binging it. He grew up in my neighborhood mm-hmm. and is two years older than us. So I'm like, dang. Yeah. I'm like, do I know? Are you in one of my yearbooks? My high school yearbooks? I'm going to go <laughs> and, and check. So damn. Yeah. It's uh it's wild. Um, and she lived in dorms, like very close to the dorms I was in at Cal Poly. So damn. yeah, it's wild. I won't talk too much about it because I know some people don't like true crime stuff, but it is yeah. buck wild. I have been just straight up binging it and then annoying my husband and being like here's how the cops messed up this time (laughs) it's just so bad like they knew he did it they waited to arrest him until he finally like moved the body like it's it's bonkers what what the cry they the podcaster read the initial police report and it included less detail than the first episode of his podcast like just jesus christ yeah it's awful but anyway cops we don't like them around here. <sighs> or at least I don't like them. If you couldn't right. tell by my Twitter handle. Yeah. Fucking hell. Anyway. Hello and welcome to Are You Serious? A Journey Through Bad Reddit Relationships. I am Morgan. I'm Esme. This is episode 98? Yes. Cool. Question mark. Um, yeah. Always a question mark. Yeah. The day I am confident in numbering these podcasts is the day we're going to quit. Yes, exactly. That's part of our shtick. That's the whole thing. So every time I sit down and I'm like, oh, man, I feel like I don't have any interesting stories this week. And then I go through my screenshots from the week. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. (laughs) So (laughs) this first one starts off kind of uh, mild, but I feel like this is some practical. Mild to wild. Yes, we're going mild to wild today. Hey, we got the podcast title in the first seven (laughs) minutes. You're welcome. (laughs) Okay, so. Am I the asshole for buying my girlfriend a blender instead of the necklace she wanted for our anniversary? <laughs> Fuck, I would love a blender. <laughs> Me and my husband, we when we bought our first blender, we were like, is this it? Are we middle class now? <laughs> right? It's like are always we, been a thing I don't need. Are we middle class now? We have a real nice blender. And the answer was yes, yes. Now we're middle class because we have a nice blender. Um. So to start off, I'd like to say that my girlfriend and I are both women. We are lesbians. I say this to hopefully preempt the typical man comments. (laughs) We are women. We are lesbians. You may be a lesbian, but you are a typical man. (laughs) This happened last month, but my best friend and hers are still giving me shit about it. We had our one year anniversary. I asked what she wanted and she told me just something romantic, a little necklace or something cute. While browsing around on Amazon, I found an emulsion blender and it pinged in my head. My girlfriend loves cooking and always talks about all the gadgets she wants. Plus, she made homemade tomato sauce and I remember her complaining how hard it was to make the sauce smooth because she didn't have an emulsion blender. I am a very practical gift giver. I like to give things people will use, so I bought it and was super excited to give it to her. The day rolls around and she gives me a bottle of whiskey I've had my eye on for ages but can never justify the cost. I was so hyped and encouraged my girlfriend to open hers. She opened it and her face kind of falls and she goes, oh, an emulsion blender. (laughs) And I told her I remembered her talking about all the kitchen gadgets she wanted and was so excited to give it to her. She kept her cool but told me while she appreciated the thought, she was a little upset it wasn't jewelry. I was confused, so she explained that she felt anniversaries should be more about romantic and sentimental gifts versus practical. That she appreciated it greatly but couldn't lie to me that she wished it had been the necklace she pointed out to me online. It was nothing fancy, a $30 mushroom necklace. 
I shared my woes with my friend, and my friend thought it was hilarious that I was so inept, and that he understood why my girlfriend was upset with her gift. Girlfriend's best friend also got wind of the situation and has been ribbing me with telling my girlfriend to get back into the kitchen jokes, etc. <laughs> my girlfriend and I are fine, but I know she was disappointed, and she ended up buying the necklace herself a week after I gave her the blender. So, am I the asshole for giving my girlfriend a practical gift versus the necklace she wanted? <laughs> you might not be an asshole, but boy, you fucking dumb. <laughs> Like, it's very nice that you came up with a gift that she would like on her own, but emulsion blenders are not that expensive. I think I got mine for $25 on I can, You can walk into any Target. Target and get an emulsion blender for like 15 bucks. It's it's nothing. Yeah, and like a nice one will be $30. While it's nice that you remembered something that your girlfriend said that she wanted, I yeah, anniversaries are not for practical gifts. You can buy practical gifts any other time i love getting practical gifts and i like giving them but on my anniversary i'll be damned if i don't want a fucking romantic dinner and a bottle of wine yeah and so if the emulsion blender was like 20 bucks the mushroom necklace was 30 bucks that's 50 dollars and if op got a nice bottle of whiskey yeah. and she couldn't justify the cost that's gonna be at least 70 80 dollars yep yeah you should have got both so get them both yeah get both i <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to shit too much on OP because OP listened. Yeah, to one aspect of yeah, what girlfriend so wanted. One thing ignored the other. And it is important that when you are giving gifts to people, you listen to their their wants and needs. If you're a practical gift giver, though, you need to know the difference between this will be useful for them and this is something they really genuinely want. Normally I will give my husband one thing that I need practically and then one thing that I just want to splurge on. Yeah. That I don't really need. Did I need my limited edition Harley Quinn Puma sneakers for Christmas? <laughs> no. Did I really, really want them? Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Did they just arrive? Hell yeah. <laughs> um, But I also got lots of practical gifts too. I got, I got books, I got um a whole bunch of other stuff so yeah it's yeah it's like if you really want to give practical gifts then split the difference get her the necklace she wanted get the emulsion blender or get the emulsion blender and just give it to her just because or save it for you know a different holiday her birthday or or christmas or whatever like if someone tells you exactly what they want, get them that. Mm -hmm. And then if you want to get them extra stuff, do that, but you don't have to. Like, listen to people and believe them when they tell you things. Right. So, uh, fun fact, I'm on Etsy right now looking at mushroom necklaces. And <laughs> some of them are, like, cheaper, but if she showed her the right one, buy that one. But my recommendations are covered with carnivorous plants from last <laughs> week. <laughs> Yeah, these are so my one of my favorite Etsy jewelry genres is like plants in resin. That's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that my birthday is coming up or anything. No, um, not that your birthday is coming up. Oh, actually, up don't anything. buy on Etsy right now because yes, they're striking. Yes, they are striking. So I, I actually haven't looked into that um, too much lately, but check check before you buy on etsy i asked for no etsy stuff this month but i can't add stuff to my wish list so i'm gonna keep doing that and wait until yeah because they apparently increased the fees by like 300 percent in yeah. the last like four years mm -hmm. 
I remember when I, f- I s- have sold a couple things on Etsy and when I first did, they took like 30 cents off of a $10 sale, which is pretty good. Mm-hmm. But now it's like a million times that. So <laughs> people have to raise their prices in order to um, stay afloat. The people that actually make their stuff as opposed to the people who just buy it off of Wish or off a cheap website and flip it as. Yeah. As a uh, handmade. So there is that problem with Etsy as well. Like when I first started, it was very handmade or vintage stuff. And now it's like, oh, yeah, I saw that on Amazon. Saw that on Amazon. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, a lot of stuff. So when somebody tells you what they want, listen to them. Yeah. And get that thing. Assume they're telling the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't normally have this problem because as soon as I see something, I'm, I'm very vocal with stuff that I like. <laughs> so... I am the easiest person in the world to buy gifts for. Because you're just like, ooh, a piece of candy. Ooh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, my pie, I'm like, oh, that's really cool. Oh, that's really cool too. I fucking hate that. It's garbage. This is really great. Um, So my husband just, he basically just has to throw a dart at a dartboard and he'll hit something <laughs> that I like. And there we go. Easy. My husband yeah. is very difficult to buy for. Yeah. And he knows this. It's like... Is he the t- he seems like the type of person who, if he wants something, he just buys it immediately. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Or he, like, <laughs> he's already listened to the book on Audible, or he knows a podcast that's better. Or, <laughs> um, I watched this video on YouTube, and now I know all of this guy's recipes, because I went down a YouTube hole and watched all of them, and I don't need the book, because it's all on YouTube. Like, yeah. he, he, he goes after things that he wants. Whereas I just, I just covet things from afar. <laughs> yeah, I've taken two for my husband's birthday. Nice bottle of whiskey. Mm-hmm. So something consumable. That's always a yes. good, um, yes. like a good trick. If you know somebody who has everything, get them a nice bottle of something they like. Or if they don't drink, you know, maybe some nice uh, chocolate Cheese. tea. That also works. Yeah. And then an experience. So we'll go to the movies or yeah. to a festival or something and then... My husband get- is big on experiences for, for birthdays. He likes to go somewhere and do something. So normally for our anniversary, we'll like find a theater show that we want to go see and we'll go to Santa Barbara and watch a community theater production or something like that. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll go and do something rather than sit in. Or we'll go to a restaurant that we both wanted to go to for a while, an expensive one, and we'll drive out and spend the weekend so i uh we went to welcome to night vale this last week oh (laughs) and we sat we got seated pretty early so we were just talking to the person who was next to us and she was talking about podcasts the whole time and i managed to not bring up any of my podcasts the whole time (laughs) that's incredible restraint yes and also not bring up the fact that i'm a teacher for at least 20 minutes (laughs) also incredible restraint i mean the kids just say the darndest things it's such good stories uh yeah trying to do more experiences buy less stuff i like unsubscribed from all of my stuff subscriptions Mm -hmm. except for the groceries so no more stitch fix i'm still a member of stitch fix i just don't get automatic deliveries you had automatic deliveries on stitch fix oh yeah but i would like delay them so it would be every three months off instantly yeah well i I, I joined before you could turn them off i get one at christmas and one for my birthday that's it oh i should probably actually schedule that um yeah i i would just delay them so i've pretty much i've gotten like maybe six total ever 
Um, yeah. Not including the stuff I buy because you can just buy a la carte stuff now. Yeah. So I turned them off um, and I will not be getting them for the rest of the year. You're so, you're so good. <laughs> Look at you. Although one of my pairs of pants is about to like dissolve. So I do need to replace that. Yeah, I need but to But other get, than that. I need to get some more jeans. <laughs> All right. So the next one. Okay. We've got weddings make people crazy. Da-da. <laughs> but not the bride. Okay. OP is the bride. Um, She is 32, getting married to her fiancé, who's 41. Mm. I guess that's fine. Is it fine? 41 divided by 2 is 21 and a half plus 7. Yeah. Okay. All I right. guess when you get when you get into your 30s, you know. Yeah. It's a little bit better. Um, okay. Fiancé's niece is 15. Okay. Am I the asshole for telling my soon-to-be niece that she doesn't need to wear a dress to my wedding? <laughs> nope. I'm getting married to my fiancé next year. After we got engaged, I suggested it might be nice if I asked my fiancé's niece, who's 15, if she wanted to be a bridesmaid, too. I've only met her a couple of times, so we're not close, but she seemed like a cool kid, and I thought it might be a nice way for us to bond or get to know each other and involve her in the wedding. Side note, she is the only niece or nephew on either side of the family. Okay. She, Opie clearly doesn't know the word nibbling, because I feel like... She might want to use that. But mm. anyway, cut to a few weeks ago and we're in my fiance's town hometown to visit his family and discuss wedding related stuff. His brother, sister-in-law, and their daughter came over and I noticed this time that she was dressed a lot more androgynously than I remember. The topic moved to wedding dresses and bridesmaids dresses and I could see she was immediately uncomfortable. Her parents, her mom really, and grandma were making comments about how she'd need to be more feminine, brush her oh. hair, etc. And how nice it would be to see her like that. I'll be honest and say this hit a nerve with me, as I was very much a tomboy as a teenager, even though I'm not anymore, and it absolutely broke me whenever my relatives would say things like that. Eventually, her mother made a comment along the lines of, it'll be nice to see you dress like a girl for once. Ugh, and, she, and she looked really sad, embarrassed, upset. In response, because I... In response, because that really hit a nerve, I immediately told her that my maid of honor would be wearing a trouser suit for the wedding and not a dress, and that I'd given all the bridesmaids the option of wearing anything they want as long as it's in the wedding color to make things easier. I pulled out my phone and started showing her photos of the ideas my friend had sent me, a jumpsuit, culottes, a trouser suit, a tailored tux, etc., and let her know she could pick anything at all she wanted. She could even wear jeans and trainers if that made her comfortable. And it's a wedding, not a fashion show. My niece perked up a bit when I said that, but her mom looked really pissed off. She's since asked my fiancé to pressure me into getting all the bridesmaids' Ugh. dresses so their daughter will have to wear one, which, lol, no. My husband doesn't give a shit what she wears, but obviously <laughs> doesn't want his family and me to be arguing on the wedding day. I don't want to go back. I don't want to back down because I know what it feels like to be pressured into wearing something that makes you uncomfortable. But on the other hand, I know it's for a day. It's I know it's only for a day and it would make the family happy. Am I the asshole for trying to overrule her parents? Nope. <laughs> no. OP. OP. Yeah. OP. My non-binary friend came to my wedding in a green suit. Dope. Because that's what they wanted to wear. And I said, yes. Like, Thumbs up. I really don't see... Uh, Opie is totally right. It is not a fashion show. It's a wedding. And you need to be comfortable the whole time. There is there is no point wearing something that is going to make you feel bad. 
Yes. And like, especially you can tell in pictures, like Mm -hmm. if somebody's uncomfortable, like if you want someone to look happy and comfortable in your pictures and, you know, look like they're having a good time because it's about the family coming together and you don't want that barrier of this person made this other person wear something that they don't want to. Right. Like, it's very selfish of the, you know, of the mom who's saying... You need to dress how I want you to dress. And in the next three years, as the niece or nibbling turns 18, that's going to be an increased conflict. So at least now the niece nibbling knows that they have at least one person on their side or two. It sounds like they're in the UK as well, just based on the language. I'm seeing color with a U. It's going to be fucking cold. Like, wherever you get married in the UK, at whatever time of year, it's going to be fucking cold. (laughs) So, let the kid wear what they want to wear. Because it's going to be fucking freezing. And if it rains, and they're wearing a dress, they're going to be even more miserable. Yeah. So, yeah. Who cares? Yeah, just let people wear what they want. It's just clothes. It's just clothes. Another case of, like, a parent who had an... Like had a very specific vision of what their kid was going to be like. And then when Not. that doesn't happen, gets extremely angry, aggressive, and disappointed about it. And it's like, your child is expressing themselves. Like, yeah, calm the fuck down. And has an identity. That is what's supposed to happen. If your you are child a is a fully parent. formed person with their own ideas and wants. Yeah. Oh no, what a disaster. <laughs> what have I done by raising an independent child? Like, yeah, don't... if if. Mom continues on this track, she's going to not be talking to her child in a few years. So right, right. it's like just weird the hills that people will die on, you know? It, yeah, I I used to deal with this a lot when I was a kid too. I didn't like wearing dresses at all. And because I felt uncomfortable in them. I didn't like people looking at my legs or my body. Like I just didn't didn't like that at all. Even when I was like eight or nine, just really didn't enjoy it. Um... I don't think I felt comfortable enough to wear a dress until I was 18, 19. Up until that point, any kind of dress made me feel incredibly uncomfortable. And I used to have to be forced into dresses all the fucking time. All the time. And pink, which I didn't want to wear at all. And it was just... It just made me feel so miserable. Yeah. Like, inexplicably miserable. You should only wear stuff that you're comfortable wearing. And that's the bottom line. Yeah, it's just extremely invalidating when it's like, oh, your opinion doesn't matter. You need to perform right. this gender. Yeah. Um, when I was like super little, like in preschool, kindergarten, first grade, I loved dresses. And, you know, so I would wear them mm-hmm. all the time with like leggings underneath. And then I hit the not like other girls stage and was <laughs> like, dresses suck fuck this i'm wearing pants all the time and then when i was in high school i kind of like broke out of that a little bit but um so in my and i please at me on twitter if your family did this too so in my hometown it's very like um cowboy chic like Mm. there's a lot of like wild west stuff i've mentioned this before that like michael jackson and um paul mccartney's like western song they did the music video near my hometown Mm -hmm. so there's this trend of family photos that are like old west (laughs) theme gross so you put on like you know old-timey dresses an old-timey suit it's black and white it's next to like vintage stuff and I fucking hated it. 
It was, I think it was like at, in the back of like Albertsons or something. It was really weird because it's like traveling <laughs> photographer uh, thing. Right. And, or it might've been at Sears, who knows. But I, you can see the picture in my parents' house. It was like, everybody was smiling. Me, no. I looked like one of those old timey children. <laughs> no smile. Like, I fucking hate this. It took me 30... 30- it took them like 30 minutes to get me to put the dress on. I hated it. And now that picture is ruined because I look like a miserable Victorian child. <laughs> For like the longest time, my entire wardrobe was tank tops, jeans, and black. That was it. And most of that was because I sweat a lot. And when I was a teenager, I was like, I don't want everybody to see all my sweat. So I would just wear black and tank tops all the time so there weren't big sweat stains under my arms. Mm -hmm. And people used to be, people in my family used to be like, can't you wear something nice? And in my brain, I'm thinking, but if I wear something nice, number one, everybody's going to see my sweat. Number two, just, I don't feel comfortable wearing it. Like, just let me wear what I want to wear. So there's other body hangups too for, especially teenagers, And then for a long time, I didn't want to wear anything that was going to show my legs because I'm an excessively hairy human being. And yeah, until I was solely in charge of my body care regimen and I could buy whatever deodorant and hair removal shit that I could... Yeah, that was all I wore. Tank tops, jeans, black. That was it. I'm trying to find a picture that is like similar to what we did. And I think this is like the closest one Oh my God, send it to me. I have to see it. Wait, here we go. This is is closer. I want to see it. I want to see this weird, weird shit. (laughs) Oh my God. This is a lot more like, like we didn't have the guns. There's like a, a, the dad's holding like a gun with a sheriff. There's a fucking huge skull on the floor. Yeah. What the hell? I'm trying to see because, like, it wasn't that fancy. Uh, or the, this this looks a lot more Halloween costumey, you know. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Whereas ours was not so much like that. But yeah, I, I remember the dress I wore was like a white sheath dress, so it looked like trash. Like Oof. very very thin people look good in sheath dresses, and that's it. Um, yeah, it was not fun. Oh wait, here's one that's similar. Anyway, um, yeah, it was it was terrible. And let me see, here's one more. Oh my god. <laughs> I feel like that dress was more accurate. But anyway, yeah, like you don't know also the reason why a kid is wearing what they're wearing. Like right. you said it it doesn't have to be about gender identity. It could also be about like being self-conscious cuz mm-hmm. our world fucking sucks and yes. makes us feel like garbage about our bodies from day 1. Like um the the aforementioned asshole who was just recently fired um, said some shit to my coworkers to my coworker about her daughter at prom last what? weekend about her dress being too short. She said, "Did your husband see your daughter before she left the house?" <gasps> no, 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 no. <laughs> I was like, "Did a man not uh, did a man examine of this? his property before she left?" Oh my god! Yeah, it was really bad. Cora's distressed. You can hear. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was just like, like, actually, first of all, that dress was the only one available. She actually didn't want to wear a dress that short. So maybe don't like say shit you don't know anything about. And second of all, it doesn't fucking matter. Who fucking cares? It's prom. Who gives a shit? It's not your business. Right. Yeah. Do you want out or are you just yelling? I think she's just yelling. 
<laughs> just expressing me. her opinion. <laughs> yeah. It's funny how she does usually yell when we get worked up about sexism. <laughs> She's like, nah, the patriarchy. <laughs> yeah, so good on OP. Mm-hmm. Love you for being a reasonable person. Right. And I hope that... Like, I would maybe talk to the fiancé and be like, listen, we both need to be united front on this. This is their first, like, mm-hmm. fa- them against the world kind of thing before yes. they're even married. Um, because I could definitely see the mom going behind. I know. <laughs> it's shitty, Cora. I know. The mom going behind Opie's back and trying to, like, get the fiancé to mm-hmm. make something happen. So mm-hmm. I would nip that in the bud. Also, the other thing I would do is make sure that you have the kid's outfit before the day. Yes. And I was going to say phone number as well, just to make sure. So if the mom tries to force the kid to wear a dress that they have bought, so that that outfit is at the venue, so the kid can get changed if they want to. What? (laughs) (laughs) I know. You're more vocal right now than you were at 5 a.m. when you woke me up. Oh, can't be waking people up at 5 a.m., Cora. I would, yeah, I would um, make sure you're united. Take some precautions because people are shitty, as we have learned on this podcast. Yep. People are shitty sometimes. And, you know, make sure you have a plan. And then, yeah, make sure you're in contact with the niece so that Mm -hmm. you can be like, no, just, you know, find her outfit, run it by me, and I'll, I'll approve it. And that way you can show your mom that it's approved by me. And you don't have to deal with her trying to be an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This next one is a bait and switch, baby. (laughs) And there are so many comments. So I grab those in the chat view. Hell yeah. Don't click on it yet. No spoilers. No, I won't. I won't. I'm not looking. (laughs) OP is 28 and his wife is 32. Mm -hmm. Am I the asshole for being whipped for my wife enough to get a trip replaced? Now that doesn't mean anything. That is like fully... (laughs) <laughs> an illiterate title. Yeah, what the fuck does that mean? So let me translate. Am I the asshole for being whipped by my wife mm-hmm. enough to not go on a guy's trip? Okay. Kind of. More details will okay. be forthcoming. But right. I really liked how this started, which really grabbed my eye. Remember, he's 28. Mm-hmm. I have five kids with my wife. Please what don't come fuck? after us for how many kids we have. <laughs> five kids? 28? Right? That's too many kids, man. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Like, yeah. Um, That's too many kids for a 50-year-old. It's just too many kids. (laughs) I just like, please don't come after us with how many kids we have. This person might be an English learner because his uh, prepositions need work. He should have said four how many kids we have. Um, I work roughly 50 hours a week, 10-hour days, Monday through Friday, and my wife is a stay-at-home mom. She does the majority of everything, cleaning, cooking, everything, minus the shopping, which my wife orders online and I pick up at the store. That's a nice system. Yeah, that's good. So here's the Emma the Asshole scenario. My work schedules a work bonding fishing trip from Friday night to Sunday over the summer. I said, no way I'm going for the following reasons, despite my wife telling me to go and have fun. Good. Okay. Sounds good so far. Mm Mm-hmm. First of all, every Saturday, I schedule my wife for some type of treat-yourself appointment and send her on a mini-shopping spree, kiddo-free morning, to do what she wants with one rule, no kid shopping. It's about her and only her. Better than 90% of the people we see so far. I'm confused so far. (laughs) 
Second, I'm not leaving my wife for two nights and a day for fishing and getting drunk. If I want to go fishing, I'll take the five-year-old twins with me to give my wife less to juggle and create some memories for them. Third, the ladies that work at the office feel excluded because they don't like the fishing trip because they feel excluded. Okay. Proofreading needed. Mm -hmm. Fourth, they call it a stag weekend despite no one getting married, and I don't trust that phrasing, especially since they are going fishing near a very popular college-age vacation spot known for bars and wasted weekend shenanigans. So my coworkers have been calling me whipped since I said no and saying it'll give them a chance to know me better since I don't go out with them on Wednesdays. Do you need me to throw you out? Yeah. <laughs> okay, one second. <laughs> Did you, can you hear her little... Yeah, now, she was like... <laughs> yeah, she makes that noise when you try and pick her up and she runs away. <laughs> it's very cute. All right. So my coworkers have been calling me whipped since I said no and saying it'll give them a chance to get to know me better since I go don't go out with them on Wednesdays when they go to the bar and have always missed the trip. All of my coworkers have wives, kids, or significant others, so I recommended we do a family camp out during the planning meeting, which would cost the same amount, and to do those blow-up things on the lake, boating if you have one, skis, etc., and do a cookout kind of deal with family activities with my work renting small cabins for family use. My regional manager, who was at the meeting, loved it even more than the fishing trip, gave me a yearly bonus to plan this family event every year instead of my coworker who gets one to plan the fishing trip. Now my coworkers are calling me whipped and more BS names and are mad because their wives are happy about my idea. (laughs) Their wives have even emailed me about a mom Saturday morning idea like my wife has, and I added it to the plan, and are mad their stag weekend is canceled and, quote, spend a work trip babysitting. So Reddit, am I the asshole for getting a work trip canceled and replaced with a family-friendly event? Edit for clarity. I also included the child-free coworkers of mine in the planning and said if they need a break or are getting overwhelmed, they are more than welcome to borrow my boat for relaxing without kids or for more extreme water sports. Damn. I love this guy. (laughs) This guy is a saint. Right? What a fucking nice dude. Let's have a family trip. Hell yeah. That sounds like awesome fun. Yeah, like a nice lake trip. You got cabins so that everybody has their own space. You've got boats. You've got, you know, side space for the kids to do stuff. Right. Um, Yeah, it seems way better. Not only were these people excluding their own spouses, but they were excluding coworkers, which is even worse. Like if it's a work trip, everybody. It's meant to be a work trip. Yeah. (sighs) And what about people who are single parents? Like... Surely they don't get to go on the tr- on the stag trip, right? Like unless they get babysitter, which is expensive for a whole weekend. Yeah, that's that's a lot. Jeez. Yeah. So he's got a lot of comments. His workplace sounds dickish, right? Like I'm wondering what it's clearly an office job of some kind. It feels like, and it seems like like this guy was getting paid. He was getting a stipend to plan a trip that he was excluding people on. So now he's pissed because he doesn't get to make money from this trip. Like, it seems like he was probably making a profit by excluding some people and being like, oh, well, they don't want to go. So it's cheaper, you know, but it's like, okay, now I'm going to plan something that includes everybody. I I just saw this comment and I want to see what they're replying to here because... Oh, he just has, they just have two sets of twins and a single. So only three pregnancies. But um, OP says he's a twin and his wife has twin sisters. So they have two sets of twins. (laughs) 
Dang. So I'm looking I'm looking at this comment that he's replied to. Someone's someone's asked for info, but like they're saying that he's the asshole because if the majority want the fishing weekend, then you butting in and getting it placed with family cookout is an absolutely asshole move. Um I'd also say it's a poor career move. You're still very young and have nearly uh-huh. 40 years left in your career. You may be surprised to learn your social standing among your peers can be a big factor in your ability to advance. Pissing a bunch of them off isn't wise. Your post seems like you have some very judgmental attitudes towards your co-workers that see life differently from you, including thinking you're morally superior to them. What the fuck? Jesus Christ. Okay, so OP responds really nicely. He says, it's more of a 40-60 split, 40% being the boys' trip. I don't think I'm superior. I just feel bad for their families when I hear phrases like, it's just a soccer game the kid will forget I went to by the time he's old enough to remember. And my wife will do what I say because I pay for her lifestyle. Ooh. I do get me time. My regional manager was aware of the fishing trip, but it seemed like once it was brought to light, not a lot of people liked going because of what it was he wanted to hear other p- opinions, which is why I brought up an alternative idea. Yeah, and he says in this other comment, a couple of the women who work with me love deep sea fishing. They just don't like the dudes. The dudes at my office are definitely those career over home types. So Ugh. when I joined, they were shocked I didn't want to go drinking or do the fishing trip. And someone responded, so when they say whipped, what they really mean is, what a weirdo. You like your wife and kids? Freak. We can't stand ours. Right? That's definitely what it feels like. It's that culture of, it's that boomer, boomer humor culture. Yeah, like, oh, ball and chain. Yeah. Yeah. Um... He OP also says, my favorite shot back at those guys has been from Alicia, fake name, um, to the like shitty coworkers. Mm-hmm. You can tell us if your wife is unsatisfied in bed since you're so desperate to get laid by college girls who won't know what good is. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Wow. My, <laughs> it shut them right up. My boss also told me it's basically the trip from grownups, which I admit was a bit of the idea. And the guys have been getting more on board with it. Like... This seems like, hey, if you don't want to be around the kids, I mean, they're your fucking kids, so sad right. for them. But like, you raised them. I totally get not wanting to be around a big group of kids all the time, but it sounds like they're going to split up and you can do like shifts, you know, like this person, this couple of people takes the kids for a little bit and you can go do like a run, a wakeboarding run, which is what we would do um, at the lake. Just like whoever wants to go go out on the boat for 30 minutes, come back. Right. I want to go on this trip. It sounds dope. It sounds really fucking good. There's a lot of comments here where people are like, trying to be derogatory towards OP for being respectful to his wife. And he's saying, I blame my dad. (laughs) Which is the best response. He says, um... Oh yeah, I see. He says, both of my parents raised me like this. My mom says she raised a man to be a stay-at-home dad. And my dad says he raised me to be a man so my wife would want for nothing or no one. Wow. That's so good. Ha, blame my dad for raising me how to on how to treat a woman. I just do what he did for my mom. Aww. <sighs> good. Role I want to be in this family, except without the five kids. I want to be his kid. <laughs> yeah, I want to be one of his kids, yes. 1, Can 000%. I be your child? I want to go on a trip with you. we were lucky with two sets of twins my wife said i get to get her pregnant three times and that's it just guess we just got lucky hilarious you are extremely lucky that you have a job that lets you support um you know those five Five kids kids, at 28 like that's impressive um and also uh 
Oh, my wife is my entire world. I've loved her since she called me an idiot for adding too much vinegar to a chemistry experiment in college. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And someone's like, oh, yeah, this is a bad career move. Sounds like the boss likes it. You got a stipend. That's a career move. Like, who gives a fuck about career moves when you could be spending time with your five kids that you love? Like, I don't. All these people who are like, oh, this is a terrible business decision. Fuck business decisions. Yeah, what the fuck? These same people are pe- are pissed off about the <laughs> not going to the um not going on the fishing trip without their spouses. Yeah, there's a lot of comments. Uh, his username is Daddy doesn't want to go. <laughs> uh, if you want to check some of those out, but yeah, it's uh this guy is cooler than was implied in the first two sentences of his post. Oh my god. Yeah, what I a cool guy. Old his oldest kid is cuz I mean they met in college. Mhm. So, if they got married right when they graduated at 22 and then he has at least 5-year-olds. Yeah, at least. Yeah, so. And Oof. they still get free booze on the weekend. I budgeted the same amount of booze. I just didn't do bar pricing, so make your own drinks. And Saturday night I get to budget a few babysitters and watch the company's kids for adult fun. Or to watch the company's kids. So I that mean, that sounds fucking great. Yeah. This is yeah. You get to your kids get to have fun. You get to spend time with them, but you get some space away from them as well. Like this is good. Good job, OP hero. Meh. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I was like, not a hero. Well, a hero for speaking up for women and his children. And yeah, stuff. and for other people too. It's not just about him. It's about a whole bunch of people. Wait, what's this episode number? 98. Double check on my reddits. Okay, yeah, 98. All right, putting him in there. We need some hey. more assholes. Yeah, we um, do. We got more heroes than assholes right now. That's good. It's normally the other way around. All right, are you ready for this last one? Yes. It's special. Hit me. How can I get my boyfriend to stop digging his tunnel? <laughs> <laughs> A literal tunnel? Yep. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> okay let's go (laughs) so i know this is a weird question but my boyfriend likes to spend a lot of his free time digging a tunnel on some property that he inherited what i haven't seen the full extent of it but last i saw it was remarkably deep under the surface he spent roughly a year on it and it's evident the front of the thing is deep wide and well put together At the front, which is the only part that I've seen, he's got cement beams, electric lights, even chairs and a small table. I haven't gone into it, but it looks like the quality severely dropped as the tunnel went further in, mostly becoming open dirt with some wood beams holding it up. My biggest concern is his safety. I'm really worried that he's going to dig too deep and it'll collapse on him or something. I've tried voicing this concern to him, but he just laughs it off and assures me that he'll be fine. Aside from safety concerns, there's also the fact that he doesn't really have a social life because of this thing. I'm pretty much the only person he still talks to outside of his job, and he doesn't go out and do anything anymore. What? It used to be that he'd occasionally head out and do some digging on the weekends, but now he spends almost all of his almost all of his free time out there. He still comes home, but he barely spends any time with me, and I know he isn't doing anything but digging that damn hole in the ground. This can't be good for his mental health, but I don't know how to convince him to stop. He's always really happy when he comes back from digging, which is why I haven't seriously tried stopping him before. But I was talking to a friend about him, and she told me he might be going crazy. Obviously, I don't think he's insane, but I hadn't considered the mental health aspect of this. And I just don't know what to do. What on earth is this? <laughs> what? Uh, I have so many questions. Let me just lay out all my questions. Would you because... like to see the picture first? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's not and a very the, good picture. And, and then we will do then we will do all of my all of my questions about what the fuck. Okay, let's have a look at this picture of this hole. It's very bad. Holy quality. shit. Okay. But there is a cement beam. I kind of see, I think on the left, that's the lights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see it. And it, it like, curves. It's, like, it's hard to explain. This person's username is specialist-ad4561, and it's okay. posted to her profile. So, questions. Let's let's deal with my questions. Number one, is he just using a shovel? Or does yeah. he have a digger? Like, number two. What is the end goal? (laughs) Yeah, where are you going? Like, is it gonna be, like, something that you're gonna finish and make nice, so it's like a secret addition to the property? Or is it just, I really fucking like digging this tunnel? (laughs) Um, oh my god, this is so weird. Why would- Maybe he's trying to build soup tubes. <laughs> yeah, let's get, get him hooked up with the soup tube guy. Yeah, they could, yeah. Let's make soup tubes out of this. I, what is he doing? I'm so confused. I'm really interested in what he does for a living. Oh my God, Cora's back. <laughs> I'm really interested in what he does for a living because I wonder if he does something where it's not very fulfilling to him. He is like removed from the product of his labor and, you know, he needs to do something with his hands he needs to do something where he can see the product and and you know see the difference that he's making or he might be just like a number cruncher that's not very like fulfilling is this tunnel outside on a big piece of land or is it like under a house i does he have permits yeah he doesn't so and she has three comments I think he's doing it to have fun. As far as I know, there isn't really a goal in mind. He just likes the process of digging. Okay. And then wouldn't that get him in serious legal trouble, though? I just want him to stop. I don't want him to go to court or anything, which someone was saying to call code enforcement um, because this is probably illegal. Uh, And then someone said you should post this in advice, like regular advice, Mm -hmm. um, not relationship advice. So that's... uh, That's it. So that's all we know. We have this picture. What I can see, I feel like this picture is like a hole in the ground and then the tunnel. Like it's just yes. vertically down about 10 feet. Like it's it looks like a big room. I just rewatched It Follows and it kind of looks like the parking garage of the beginning of It Follows. And Secret tunnel. <laughs> Secret tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. And then it just goes forward. And I feel like, yeah, I don't know. So someone in the comments was noting, like, not only could it collapse on him, but if he runs out of oxygen because of poor ventilation, he could pass out and just die. So you need to... (laughs) You need to have a safety talk with him. Jesus Christ. Yeah, like, he needs some sort of... The the thing that I'm really confused about is he's finished the, the start of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. Like he's made it concrete and nice, but then the rest of it is just bare earth. Why isn't he finishing the, the rest, rest of it? it? Because if he was finishing it as he went along and it had a purpose, I would kind of get it. Like if it was going from point A to point B and he was making it safe and whatever. If he's just digging a an earth tunnel, that that is very dangerous. Someone in the comments linked a post of tu- like digging experts. Um, talking about the dangers of mining and tunneling and things like that. So, 
Like, hopefully OP has been able to use that to talk to her boyfriend. But clearly he needs another outlet. Like, we need to replace this with something that's healthier and more safe. (laughs) Take take him caving. Yeah. Go on on an adventure holiday and go caving and rock climbing. He would probably like that. Yeah. Or like, I don't know, maybe he needs to get a job in construction. Like literal pipe laying you're just digging holes for that <laughs> when yeah you shouldn't you shouldn't turn your 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 project your your hobby into don't your, turn job. your passion into a job that's yeah. true <laughs> but it seems like if he is becoming super obsessed with this that he is like very unhappy in his job and even yeah. if he doesn't turn this into a job he needs a change of some kind yes my expectations my guess do people in england dig big holes for fun no because i feel like i've met multiple multiple people like when i was a kid we dug a a hole like a hole like from holes the book like five feet deep five feet around in my neighbor's backyard just dug a big old hole uh i think if most of the people i lived near weren't incredibly working class and had mining families we might dig holes <laughs> but yeah it's kind of a sore spot in the north right. of england we don't go around digging big holes because people start to the eyes start to twitch and they start going on about maggie thatcher so <laughs> um yeah i don't know i i don't remember digging big holes i definitely don't think i would want to either huh she has this post-it oh update <gasps> hang on oh no please Help me find it. Okay, this says update, but it was removed and the thread was locked. So let me see if I can get it. They removed the comment that posts it to. Let's see. Reddit recover deleted post. Help me. I feel like they've kind of patched all of the ways to find deleted posts, but I've never wanted to find a post more. So he's removed it. Change to a subreddit. Removed it. Okay. Wayback machine never works because nobody archives it. Removed it. (laughs) Someone in the comments has said, might I suggest introducing him to Minecraft? (laughs) Right? (laughs) Okay, I found it. I found it. I have it. Thank you. Okay. 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 I'm so happy there's an update to this. Holy shit. Okay. All right. So I've spoken with my boyfriend and after a good long chat, I can successfully say mission accomplished. Yay! I sat him down when he came home Thursday night and seriously voiced my concerns both about his safety and about our relationship. He hadn't realized how big of an effect this had been having on me in regards to our relationship. And he immediately said he was going to cut the time he spent out there in half. He said that we could spend the entire weekend together, and we pretty much did. Friday night was spent at home, and we went out for a nice dinner Saturday night after spending the day together. We were going to have a nice lazy Sunday together, but I could tell he was getting kind of antsy and almost nervous after church today, so I told him he could go ahead and get get to his tunnel early if he wanted to. I won't lie, I was kind of hoping he would stay at home, but he decided to go back out, which is alright by me. I also talked to him about my concerns regarding gases that y'all made me realize I should be conscious of, and he said he'd work to get some sort of ventilation system installed ASAP, and that he'd even dig with his dad's old gas mask if it made me feel better. I mean, that's not 
I mean, he just needs to stop making this tunnel. The only thing I didn't really bring up was maybe going to therapy about it, mainly because he said he'd cut back and I didn't want to push the issue too far. I think he could maybe benefit from it, but he's of the opinion that you only go to therapy if there's something wrong with you, and I don't want him to think I'm saying that there's something wrong with him. So all in all, maybe I should have brought that up, but I'm definitely happy with how things turned out, so thanks everybody that gave some advice. Also, a lot of people were asking why he tunnels, and while I'd asked him before, I asked again, and this was his answer. It's just pleasant. When I'm down there, I feel safe and calm, and I'm always happier when I leave than when I went in. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> TLDR, we had a good chat, and he's going to cut back on the tunneling. Cool. <laughs> Problem solved. <laughs> I am so stoked I was able to find this, but like... Not so much problem solved, because problem solved would be getting him to stop tunneling. Yeah. Like, I get it that... Some unhealthy behaviors can feel really good when you're doing them. Right, like binge eating and things. Right, it's it's kind of like that. It's not useful, but it is physical labor, and that's probably what he is enjoying about it without realizing it. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's maybe some other form of exercise, like, he was getting antsy, maybe hiking would be nice. I do see the appeal of the simplicity of it, where it's, like, one goal. Repetitive motion. Nobody's around. Repetitive motion. It's physically satisfying. You can see every day that you've made an improvement on it. Yeah, you see the results. Yeah. Um, But, like, and, and... I did just say binge eating, but like usually people who binge eat feel bad afterwards and he feels good afterwards. So that is something. But just the safety of this, like. Yeah, it's alarming. Yeah. And hey, he can dig holes, but also like maybe he needs to go find a camp that uh, is trying to find buried treasure in a dried up lake bed in the middle of the desert and he can uh, dig there. Maybe to his he heart's just content. needs to be Nathan Drake. Yeah. And so he feels happy, and that's good. He feels happy afterwards. But she brought up her concerns, and he immediately yeah, did cut back. We'll have to see if this is like a long-term thing that, you know, if it sustains itself long-term. Yes. But, like, it's still an unsafe thing and needs to be replaced with something else, you know, that isn't going to collapse and kill him. Yeah. Like, he needs to start doing research. He's just digging, you know, subscribe to the tunneling subreddit. I don't know. <laughs> Watch that video that someone linked in the OP. Like, yeah. And also, uh, this website gives you the removed comments, too. And there's just a bunch of people who are like, why are you labeling his innocent hobby as weird? You're being so judgmental. It's like, this will kill him. Yeah, this is not. It's innocent in terms of he's not hurting anyone, but he could hurt himself. That's the problem. And the fact that he felt agitated for not doing it Mm -hmm. for two days is concerning as well. It's like any addiction, right? Yes. And and we're not judging him for digging. We're judging him for being, like, we're concerned about him because this is going to result in his death soon. He needs to do something more safe. Yeah. Nothing has changed. Other than that, like, at least he's receptive to some things. Yeah. Minecraft. 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 <laughs> Can we see it? <laughs> yes, I would like to. S- I want a video. Like, I want a full video of, of oh, no, going into the tunnel. Oh, no, my personal hell. No, 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 no. <laughs> I am claustrophobic, too, as mm-hmm. I mentioned. But also, like, if it's a video, I'm fine. Um, Yeah. I did, you know, when we were talking about nature's metal, watch that video of that orca whale, so. Yes, you did. You were very brave. (laughs) 
Okay, now I have a new website to get old Reddit posts. Please at me, Morgan underscore Slay, if you would like me to go and check any old posts for updates or if you have anything to bring to my attention. All right, subreddit. We're going long today. We've got people being shitty subreddits. We've got practical subreddits. We've got cool subreddits. Let's have a practical subreddit. Okay, this is going to be super duper practical. Actually, no, yeah. I think OP this this goes with our theme for the for this last post. Our cleaning tips. Yay, I'm going to need that. Yeah, right. Uh, I feel like I should subscribe to this just to kind of like learn by osmosis a little bit. Um, so I totally get that this happens a lot, but some of these... So, okay, here's the description. Your one-stop destination for all things cleaning and tidying. Ask for help, share your tips and pictures, and learn how to clean better. This is a positive, encouraging, and wholesome community. Sometimes, I mean, this is a, p- a problem with our picks as well. You get a lot of people who are like, Look at I just became a citizen. Look at I just did my last round of chemo. Mm-hmm. And this one is, look, I cleaned my room after depression. And yeah. it's like, yay, that's awesome. That's not going to help me clean my no. room. <laughs> I'm so, like... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, floor squeegees. I do need to get myself a big floor squeegee to get all the cat hair out of my house. Yeah. That's gonna I'm going to put fun. that on the list. Yeah, do that and then vacuum and then shampoo. Yes. It's usually pretty good. Now that you're a homeowner, you can buy a carpet shampoo. <gasps> Very exciting. Super worth it. Like carpet shampoo. Oh, yeah. 100% worth it. Ooh, they th- soaked their shower head in vinegar for 30 minutes. Like it. White vinegar. Very useful cleaning supply. We use that to clean our kettle. <laughs> I came home early this morning and saw how terribly grungy my front door was and let my ADHD take the wheel. That's relatable because I'll just be like, I'll suddenly notice something that has gone unnoticed for months and then spend two hours cleaning it. It's funny. Hot water mixed with vinegar and baking soda. Two cups of Coca-Cola, a dishwashing tablet, and half a lemon. Swirl it for three minutes. Place the pan in the solution for 45 minutes. I then brushed it with a toothbrush. I rinsed it, and it still looked the same, so I went and bought a new one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I do need to deal with my depression nest. Pro tip, if you ever read anything saying to mix vinegar or anything acidic like Coke or lemon with baking soda, it's not going to work as you expect. The bubbles don't do anything. Either what you want is the acid or you want the abrasive. Figure out what's doing the work and use only the vinegar or make water baking soda paste. Water baking soda paste is super useful for like, because it's very abrasive. Yes. Sorry for the sirens in the background. No, you're good. They heard me talking shit about them earlier. Wonder what did it this time. Um, yeah, major cleaning. It is super useful, but it's like the pro tip is in the is always in the comments. I do like not to be like a brand sponsorship. I do like that Clorox foaming cleanser. Yeah, I it's, need to I need to get myself some of that. It it works really well in showers. Things that I wouldn't have cared less about as a young adult, but now enrage me. Mr. Clean is literally just branded melamine sponges, and you can buy a hundred of them for only $13, compared to the $120 you would spend on magic erasers. Yes. I buy the generic ones, and they're not as good, but you can just source them. Go find that post and find out where they found it. Why is this a $4.99? Oh, thrift store stuff. Mm. Sometimes they people will throw it away or like donate it to a thrift store because it's dirty, and then you can just clean it. Four-year-old put cupcakes in my dress shoes. Are they ruined? <gasps> Probably not. They also like um, leather um, conditioner. Mm-hmm. Um, another tip is barkeeper's friends. 
baby wipes. They won't soak the leather and they're a mild cleaner. Remove the laces and wash those. Polish the leather afterwards. Oh, God. Kill me. Amazing lady cleaning the dirtiest houses free of charge. Barkeeper's friend. like an old lady. Jesus Christ. She's like 25. Can, that barkeeper's friend, I can smell it. It's so it's so useful. I can smell it because For- I know exactly what it is. <laughs> and, oh it's my God. Kind of, it's kind of like Ajax or Comet. Oh, it gives me um, such a headache. Like a powder. <laughs> this post has don't dead open inside energy. Before, after, before, before, after, after. <laughs> Keep toiletries out on your bathroom counter. Use trays. You just lift and put one or two trays for multiple items. Oh, lift lift to to clean under multiple items. Got it. Oh, God, I see the cupcake shoes. Cupcake shoes. Cupcake shoes. Cleaning up glass shards. Use a flashlight on the ground. The shards cast a shadow and it helps with the last bits. I have done that before. Yeah. It's very smart. I just walk over it because my feet, the bottom of my feet are so tough. They just pick up the glass. It doesn't cut me. Should we just change our name to Barkeeper's Friends? <laughs> Meta post. <laughs> I do like some of these useful gifts that are like fairly obvious. Like this, use a knife to go under small surface. It's like, okay. Or under like a low surface. Before and after cleaning this railing. You just stripped all of the gunk off of it yeah this is a a handy one if you are just starting out or if you have a hard time cleaning small things i need to post to them to ask because our baseboards have been painted so many times that they have like little spikes of um paint that keep you from being able to dust it like whatever you use to dust it it gets like caught and snagged so i think i might just need to sandpaper it Mm -hmm. um because fuck them anyway, like, just see. But I just, I don't want to be living here anymore, so. I'm now tough. Googling carpet rake. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it does look amazing. It cleans up everything. Cleaning guide for depressed and chaotic minds. Number one, move everything from your floor onto your bed. Mm-hmm. Vacuum and sweep your floor. Wipe your surfaces. Organize the piles on the bed. Pro tip, keep three baskets in the room for rubbish, dirty clothes, and clean clothes. I mean, everybody has a half clean clothes chair like you know this isn't dirty but it's not clean and i don't want to hang it back up again because it's not clean but i don't want to wash it because it's not dirty so i'm gonna put it on this chair i feel like i should go clean my apartment now yes all right um you can at me things that we missed updates that we've missed at morgan underscore slay you can tweet at both of us at are the letter you the word serious pod or email us at are the letter you the word serious pod at gmail.com you can also check out my other podcast about animorphs which is at middlemorph in a week or so we're recording the dinosaur book i'm so stoked about it it's the best one of the best good times uh you can send me carpet rake recommendations uh, at esme underscore c underscore nose as in knows lots of things on twitter or you can find us on facebook the letter r slash the letter u serious podcast yeah yeah. And now I'm going to try to avoid buying like $700 worth of these cleaning supplies. I'm making a list so that <laughs> when we move, I can get everything nice and clean before we get in. Magic combination to remove crayons, pen, marker, and chalk from walls. It's pink stuff plus Norwex towel. Mm. I'm wondering if that takes the paint off. Okay. We'll find out. Yes. For science. Well, oh, it's called the pink stuff. Mm-hmm. The miracle cleaning paste. All right, I I am mesmerized by all of these cleaning gifts. (laughs) Cleaning is also very satisfying, so maybe the hole digger can, like... Stop cleaning. Cleaning has some of the same kind of satisfyingness as digging a hole, for me at least, because you see instant results, you're doing something with your hands, and you have a singular focus, so... 
Yes. Try that. All right. Uh, time to go make my apartment a livable space. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go.